0: It's a the whole all the It's built and welcome to game week 34 of the premium fpl podcast if you're not following us on twitter please follow us at, at premium underscore fpl you can also now thanks to mindy see our our logo spread across our team on the fantasy football site so we've got advertising everywhere uh, <laughs> so without further ado here he is, the main man himself mr yeah, mindy
1: i'm um a little bit distracted for the start of this podcast actually because uh Callum's just mentioned that he's only just discovered the uh, specially selected pizza range at Aldi, which um,
0: I he, thought I thought I was the the first one coming
1: to it as well. And is is Mindy? I'm two years behind the trend. Um, so M- Mindy's top tip, I might as well get it out early, is the uh, uh-huh. Sh- Sri Lankan. It's this. Which one is it? Hang on. Let me just make sure I get this right. Don't, don't want to mess this up. It's the Sh- Sri Lankan chicken specially selected pizza at Aldi. The, well,
0: I've gone. I've gone have the mushroom. I'm an amateur.
1: So the special thing about the Sri Lankan chicken one is that the base is infused with turmeric. Turmeric, however you say it. So it's a bit of a, like it's got a bit of. A, if, if you're a boring person and you don't have interesting taste buds, maybe it's not for you. But it's got like I think it works well. Um, so uh, right. I'll that's... have to give that a go next. My my whole world's been
0: enlightened this past week, so I'm looking forward to trying. So, the collection.
1: Where did you used to shop for Aldi?
0: I just never got a pizza from Aldi before. I shop at Aldi.
1: Right.
0: Uh, but I won't bore you. I'm gluten free at the moment, so oh, I'm okay gluten free from Sainsbury's. But the the sourdough base is kind of.
1: I thought it's I awesome. thought I thought maybe you're uh, with your rank, it's got gone to head and you've just been in Waitrose all year. Just <laughs> Aldi's too good when you're in the top top 5k. 2k, okay, mate. Get it's it right. Yeah, Aldi's not good enough. Here, but uh, no, so you just you just constantly walk past the pizza aisle at Aldi. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it's it's in an unusual spot, isn't it? It's it's at the at the end of the aisle. But it's a bit, but you, you you recommending that pizza now? It's a bit like someone saying, "Oh, have you checked out Enacho in FPL? He's doing <laughs> oh, well, <God>. isn't he? <laughs> oh god. Well, I'm I'm glad I did
0: this pre-air rather than the me. Unveiling this great new invention, and you just slated me on there. So at least, at least you've, it's predetermined.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's sourdough pizza is a bit. It's a bit like sort of the Lingard of ten game weeks ago. <laughs> you need to move on, I think. Um, speaking of which, <laughs> Lingard Lingard blanked at the weekend, um, but um, yeah, first time in a while. Wood, Wood didn't. He had he had a mental one. And twenty points he got didn't he? Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a unusual game week in terms of the people who expect to score points. I know Chelsea clean sheet was there and a lot of the familiar in the back line were playing, so a lot of people did well there. Um, Inacho is the gift that keeps on giving, but we said this about Lingard last week, so no doubt a few blanks are, a few blanks are coming. Well, what, what,
1: what, what you meant to say is it's the sourdough that keeps on rising. <laughs> How
0: long are you going to keep this going for the whole pod? <laughs>
1: Uh, I don't even know if sourdough rises. I just, just <laughs> bread rises. I don't know. Um, before, before I get distracted by um, Wood and sourdough, um, follow us on uh, Twitter, premium underscore FPL and the YouTube, YouTube. There's not a handle for YouTube, is there? Or is there?
0: No, just search premium
1: FPL, premium player FPL. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Um, so, yeah, we're doing Callum's sort of like special. Well, not special because it's quite boring every week. But uh, Callum's plans for his team now that he's two K and his plans to get into the the so right, one K. You're the one asking me to do it every week. Like, oh, why, why don't you re- unveil your team? So, um, so. Well, we, we need we need some way to bloody get get an audience, don't we? Um, <laughs> you need to use need to use you for something. Um, and what what else do we need to get out of the way well it's not
0: the pizza tips clearly
1: uh when's the deadline this week it's another oh, it's another friday one i'm getting sick of these friday ones you know i think it's gonna be
0: friday through to the end of the is it game week well it is this week it is next x week 36 is midweek now uh yeah and then 37 not been announced yet but yeah yeah, so, um, Friday is the it's new familiar, isn't it? Well, the kickoffs are staggered at the moment, aren't they? So it's like... It's the new
1: normal. Yeah, there's yeah only I, one. Think, I think the Friday deadline, I saw a few people cut out by it last week, so don't be one of those numpties. Uh, anything else in particular to mention at the start? Uh, double game week's still not been confirmed, has it? But um,
0: No, and yeah, there's murmurings about there might be... Because uh, it was supposed to be a blank, it was supposed to be a double thirty-five and a blank thirty-six, but now it might be double thirty-six, blank thirty-seven. So there's a lot of no one knows what's going to come, and no doubt it'll come one minute after the deadline. I've seen you <laughs> I seen your tweet. Remember a few weeks ago, FBL that. that was proper troll week because that was Dean Smith, Grealish, and also yeah, that was FPL. That was a that was a fun week of FBL. I think mean, that was the peak of FBL this season.
1: Speaking of which, actually. Greek, where, where the fuck is Grealish? Like, <laughs> he he was supposed to be back in training and, like, ready to start a few weeks ago, and then he had a setback, and now he's just, he's just not been seen for, like, a month since.
0: I'm sure Dean Smith's just having a laugh. Every press conference, he says he's close to fitness and just not even in the squad. I'm sure he's trying to troll FPL, but no one's bringing him in, so I don't know.
1: Like, at this rate, like, he won't be able to get in the England squad if he doesn't play some games before
0: the end of the season yeah there's a few on the cusp John Anderson the same as well yeah it'd be
1: interesting um, uh, let's get through let people know running order for for the week so for this podcast um, so yeah we'll review our teams and talk about Callum's um, plans to hit top 1k uh, our defenders our defenders not differenders. our defenders the main source of differentials now for the end of the season. But players like stania uh, Luca Dean, especially with Everton's um, having the extra game and whatnot. Um, the form of the budget striker, uh, Inacho, obviously. And then uh, Wood putting his hand up. He's had good stats for a while. And he's delivering on him. And Burnley look like an attacking team <laughs> randomly, all of a sudden. Um, and then Two tale of two defenses. Leeds and Wolves. Leeds have improved recently quite a lot and conceding conceding less shots. Uh, Meslier is now like I think Meslier is now second highest ranked keeper in the game. Whereas Wolves have sort of gone the opposite way, um, conceding four to Burnley. Case in point. So we'll talk about that. Uh, and then the big game of the weekend is Liverpool United and. A lot of people invested in those teams so i think some people might even have six players in that game potentially which yep is risky so we'll discuss what that means for our teams and what we recommend you do there and then and then yeah a little bit on i mean Pereira. this whole we've got in the running order a whole section on Pereira. that's probably could have been edited out um <laughs> if we've got time we'll talk about uh Pereira and the relegation race and any candidates there for, for our teams. Um, and then to end, we've got talk on Spurs. So I think a lot of people took out Son or Kane last week. So do you bring them straight back and who do you bring them for back for? Or do you kind of leave it now uh, and maybe just plan ahead without them and just stick with what you've got from Spurs? So I think your, your transfer plans are kind of linked to that. So um, maybe a good segue yeah. there into um, the start of your game week review and your uh, top 1K YouTube clickbait section.
0: Thanks very much for the intro partner. So game week 33 um, was, a, it was probably average amongst the, the 10K. I got 61 points when it's slight overall rank rise from 2,600 to 2,000. So... I'm still rising towards that 1k which is very much the the target now um in terms of points the double chelsea defense delivered and i actually had two chelsea defenders who were playing which is almost as difficult as getting the clean sheet these days with tommy tuchel cool. he's bad at guardiola so i'd ask for quite a, mendi. a he's he's delivering most weeks now um he's very much with the bruno downfall he's 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 the creator now. He's he's taking every set piece, so I'm, he's going to be there for the rest of the season. I'll be very surprised if he leaves my team. Trent too, which is a bit of a shame. Liverpool a bit shaky again. That one one against Leeds, but he still looks he still looks very exciting going forward. He looks looks like he's going to. I think I think he almost had an assist or a goal. I can't remember which one it was. So he still very much looks like he's hang on. Going to get I, some I, points.
1: I, I need to stop you every You say you almost had. Did you watch the Liverpool game?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember if watched it or not. I'm, I'm, my head's gone this this past weekend. Too much <laughs> at the pub. Did it? Yeah. what? Did he do? The,
1: the first half of that Liverpool game was ridiculous. So many chances. Like yeah, M- Mane, Salah, Jota, Firmino. I, f- I think a couple of them were teed up by Alexander <laughs> Arnold, and they were just they were just missing chances for fun. M- M- Mane, Mane, Mane at one point just was laughing his head off after missing a chance. And then, and then he and then he stopped laughing and he was realised like, oh, I'm on camera. I should probably look sad.
0: And then... Oh, it was Newcastle. Sorry, not Leeds. I'm thinking two game weeks ago. Huh? Yeah, Newcastle. Yeah, I did watch the game. God,
1: how, how many beers did you have at the weekend?
0: <laughs> I don't know. It was all a bit of a blur. It was all leading up to the City game, wasn't it? The FA Cup.
1: Um, so yeah, that, that that Liverpool game was just insane. Um, One of the most ridiculous first halves I've seen in terms of chances just being absolutely wasted. It was quite... It was quite infuriating, actually. So, yeah, I just have to butt in there. um, It's a good job I did, though, if you were talking about Liverpool versus Leeds.
0: I was working, that was it. It wasn't too many beers. So, everything just... The football just kind of disappears when you're working, if you know what I mean. Uh, Moving on, before you slight me any further, uh, holding two, but not kind of expecting too much more. Obviously, I didn't have Son and Diaz who were on the bench, didn't have a game, so... Holding got start. start. Uh, Fernandez free. There's going to be a lot of question marks whether to bring him out. Probably going to hold just because the value got tied up on him and that upcoming double, which potentially is going to include United. So I'm probably going to keep there. But I wouldn't be, if anyone was selling him, I wouldn't be totally against that decision right now. Yota, uh, one. Another man who had a lot of chances at the weekend. I'm sure Mindy will tell you. <laughs> I don't know don't know how he didn't score and the the question about him is with with the three Salah Asa, Salah Mane and Firmino if Liverpool had a bad game Yota's almost the one who'll miss out Klopp just because of historic just historic past really so it'd be interesting to see the team news come united whether Yotta is the one to miss out despite Mane looking terrible at the moment uh, Salah did get a goal 18 points captain Lingard we talked about the blank but They've still got a favourable end to the season, West Ham, Burnley, Everton, Brighton, West Brom, Southampton. So unless unless they proper jump off a cliff, then I'll probably keep Lingard. And then my transfer Kane to didn't pay off. I think he he had a few chances towards the end of the game. Um, but at the moment it's just not as clinical as his strike partner, Ian actually, his goal was phenomenal, and he's probably been the success of the wild card. But there's been a lot of teams who I know you've got him. So I'm not going to say it was revolutionary bringing him in, but he's he's, he's smashing it now. And I think he'd probably it'd be very surprised if he's not the most transferred in ahead of the next game week. Uh, and then had Keenan Davis on the bench getting a goal. I should have brought him in instead of holding. Who, who could have predicted that? So, yeah, it was, um, it was a weird game week. And because I'm Mr. Missionary at the moment, I, everyone has the same players towards the top end. So there's only very few players that can kind of make a difference to your rank. And I was... That's what made me bring Vardy in. I think it was Friday I brought him in. I actually was out on the beers then, so not to not to brag about my laddish antics, but yeah. Um, it was very much like a last-minute, few beers decision came to Vardy. I think the other one was Diaz to Castagne, but I was 0.1 short, so my mind was kind of made up for me, really. It, if I did that transfer, I probably would have been very happy with that with the goal and going forward but yeah Vardy didn't pay off and going into the next game week I'm probably going to try and protect myself and get Kane back and and to do that I lost a bit of value taking Kane out so I'm going to need to get some value back elsewhere um, so I can afford it and so I'm probably going to do Vardy to Kane and Diaz to Dallas just because I can't see Diaz playing this weekend in between that PSG Um, Have you
1: you done your rank by the way? And your just the movement there.
0: Yeah, I did at the start. Oh,
1: did you? Okay, sweet.
0: Yeah, I did, yeah. Moved from two thousand six hundred to two thousand. So, yeah. After is last that, week, it, it was
1: it was still a green arrow. Then you got.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think halfway through the game week, it, it was a lot higher. So it ended right. up. I mean, I'm setting high standards to myself, aren't I? I'm not not. I think a green arrow, you should be happy with no matter where you are in the league. But yeah, I think. After last week of me doing this preview and saying I wasn't sure what chances i going to do and getting absolutely slated for it, I think this week it's going to be quite easy. Um, we, we're going to talk about Leeds' improving defence and they've got a great set of fixtures coming up, Leeds. So I think that Diaz to Dallas is going to be easier to make and Vardy to Kane.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's interesting, because like, I'm, I'm actually thinking of, of getting Vardy sitting Leic- if Leicester have that double. Does, In, does, that, really? not, does that not... If Leicester do have the double, would you not? I know it's not confirmed yet, but
0: I don't know. I, I could say if Leicester have a bad game, that's two of your strikers there done, aren't they? Um and Ian is the one at the moment who's getting getting all the chances, and he's also finishing them better, a lot better than Vardy. So if you have to, if you have if you, you are to have one at the moment, it's definitely Ian nacho I can see the argument for having both, but If you want an Iannaccio, Vardy, Kane front line, you've got to get value back elsewhere. Whether it's potentially taking Fernandez out uh, will probably be the way to do it. Maybe Fernandez to Rafinha, possibly. Or Pereira, who's still playing well, despite West Brom looking like they're going to go down. Um, Yeah, I think it's just more the the ownership, really. And that Kane's fixture against Sheffield United, that is the obvious captain this week, isn't it? There's, There's no other... There's no other real standout captain other than well Vardy or Ian Acho away to Southampton. who don't look great.
1: Yeah, I think it it, it will be Kane for me captain because uh, I that was main, the main reason I. Yeah, I think that, that that does make sense. Kane as the standout captain. It's just um, I was just wondering if the thought of Vardy uh, for the for the double losing losing him. Uh, whether you brought him back at all, or if that was in your plans, um... yeah. If it did one, if it did Davis to Kane, say for
0: example, that would only leave me with four point six. So I'd be, I wouldn't even get Rafinha. I'll be getting some fodder in midfield. So, but it would leave me with the Kane by D in actual front line, which would be, could be explosive, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. I'd, I think I think I've got to get Kane back this week for that Sheffield United fixture. I think I'd be stupid not to.
1: Fair. No, yeah. Okay. Um, no, Yeah, so I, I was more... What I was getting at was more whether you'd get Vardy back at some point for Kane. Or is, would you get Kane in and just leave him to the end of the season now?
0: No, if I was to get Kane back, I think I probably probably would leave him. Yeah. Sheffield United, Leeds, Wolves, Villa, Leicester. And, and they're still very much in the hunt for the top four, aren't
1: they? Does... Um... So I take it you managed to watch uh, um, City versus Tottenham in the FA Cup. Like you watched that? Did just about just about managed to watch that one? Did um, how how do you think Kane looked in that game? Did he seem like his injury was like? Because it was a bit of a surprise, wasn't it, that he was fit for the game? Because I I was expecting him not to play, given all the sounds coming out last week, and then. I think he just decides whether he's fit or not, doesn't he? He just tells the manager, especially yeah, Ryan yeah, Mason. Yeah, especially it's Ryan Mason. Yeah, it's a different, different kit. Fish Mourinho. I mean, he didn't look
0: great, but Tottenham as a whole didn't look great. Um, yeah, and I think an extra week, an extra week in rehab or training, you'd, you'd fancy him to be back. And like I say, Tottenham are still very much in the hunt for top four. They need to get a few wins, but. It's almost as if every game is a cup final now, anyway. And without that midweek, I think they'll—I'd be surprised if they didn't roll Kane out every Premier League game, whether he's eighty percent or one hundred percent.
1: Fair, okay. So your your plan this week is Kane in for Vardy and Dallas in for Diaz. Yeah, and that is, yeah. that, for, is just, that for free, or is that? Yeah, for? I've got
0: I've got two transfers just 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 because that that City games. Well, the city game will be sandwiched in between two PSG games. And I think we've been, I think with the early kickoff on Saturday. Remember the Klopp early quote. Remember the Klopp quotes from earlier in the season when he got Saturday early kickoff. The Wednesday mm-hmm. he proper, he proper kicked off. So I think Pep will will almost do the same, really, and play play a weekend team like what he did. Because I mean, after the results at the weekend, United drawing, we was winning. I think we'll need one more win, um, and United not necessarily going to beat Liverpool so yeah I think I think it'll be it'll be a weakened
1: team and I, I wouldn't
0: be surprised to see Diaz out of it
1: cool Um so that's um, that's the end of that that segment there is it anything else to say on your um, no no anything else about your like, broad ambitions and plans for the top 1k I mean
0: you talked before about my boring philosophy Mr Missionary they call me but I think I think I've got to play the field really um, with my rank at the moment. Cause I'm, I mean, I'm not going to win it. I, well, I don't think I am, but I can, I can finish top one K if I, if I get the big hitters in, everyone's got for, so Kane, Salah, Fernandez, uh, if I can keep them in and Ian Lingard are probably emerging. There's pretty much everyone nailed on. And then I've kind of got to find the differentials elsewhere. Um, and we're going to talk about the defense and stuff. So I think defense is probably where you can really make the ground because, the midfield and forwards, you just can be so frightened of not owning players who could, if they get a hat trick, you kind of fucked, really.
1: Well, if you bring in, if you bring in Chris Wood and captain him for every game for the rest of the season, maybe, maybe then you will win it. For all, you'll, you'll get a hat trick every game for the rest of the season. Job done.
0: <laughs> Have you seen the greatest football clip in history, by the way, on Twitter of the uh, Burnley four nil up, 90th minute in the corner flag? <laughs> It's one of the greatest things I've ever seen.
1: I haven't seen that. We'll we'll, uh, we'll have to uh, tweet that out on the Twitter for people who uh, were who were interested in seeing the, the greatest football clip ever, uh, as Callum's dubbed it. it, yeah, it, be, not, it better...
0: not, not to overplay it. It just it just really made me laugh.
1: Okay. Uh, anyway, we've well, um, we've spent ages there talking about your plans. Um, I'll get into my um, my game. All week. right.
0: Only thirty seconds though, because we've got to move on. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll, yeah, quick, quick type. I'll, I'll, uh, be I'll a, Take short. Well, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> you know, you got you got bowed to the king, haven't you? Um, 58 points. I did what, what did I even do? I did son to what did I do? This is a good start. So, son to Greenwood, that's what I did. No, so you're saying I, I'm the one who lost it last week. You can't remember what transfers you made. How many do you have? So I, I actually was in a similar position to you. I was sat sat like with a few people with a pine, just like <laughs> I was in the same situation. What and then me and my my mate were both we both were like, we'll have a beer and it'll be easier to decide what we need to do. And it, it never is. But yeah, I decided to do son to Greenwood just because I didn't want to have to worry about it. I knew that I'd want to Captain Kane this week, but I sort of thought I'm less likely to want Son back than Kane if that makes sense so I thought I'll do I'll do Son to Greenwood and then yeah didn't didn't pay off, United were awful in that game and Greenwood did look probably the best player for United but that doesn't really say anything because it was just, just a dreadful performance uh, I guess you've got to give Leeds some credit which we will do for their improved defensive form uh, and then the Rest of my team is quite similar to yours. I guess the only other noteworthy thing that for me was, um, I was watching that game with uh Burnley Wolves, watching Wood just smashing goals, and and I was just sat there with Vidra and my team thinking, when he's got to get something at some point, and then he gets a goal and it's disallowed, and it was just, it was just, just, like, just a bit, bit of a Bit of a nightmare that watching Wolves capitulate but Vidra get nothing. Um but
0: yeah, that's it's good for him going forward though if he needs to play and he's not gonna drop a play after they've just won 4 0.
1: Yeah, yeah, you'd hope so. Um although he's never he's he's always kind of been the forgotten man at, hasn't he? At at Burnley. He's, as soon as I, I, if Barnes was fit again, I don't know what he'd whether he'd Keep his place, but yeah, hopefully, as you say, hopefully he will. I think I think he's I think he's done enough to get another, yeah. another couple of games at least. So uh, I ended up on fifty eight points with that. My captain was Salah as well, um, and my rank went from so I'm now ranked twenty eight k, and before the game week I was thirty four, so gone up seven thousand places. On track, I think, for sneaking into the top ten k, hopefully by the end of the season. That's still, that's still my goal. Not as glamorous as the uh, top one. People Kirk. might think they know what we're doing. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm glad it's worked out this way that we've both... That you're, you're having a great season and I'm having a sort of respectful one towards the end. Uh, otherwise, um, the podcast would uh, would look shit, wouldn't it? No, no one would be tuning in for next season. What are these two muppets? They don't know pizza <laughs> and they don't know fantasy football. What's the point? Uh, you, you, you didn't even know what the football or the football games were at the weekend. Like, imagine that th- one th-
0: game <laughs> slipped my mind. I, I didn't know why. I think it's because I was hungover and in work, and my mm. head, but my whole my whole head was in, in bits.
1: Sub, what a sob story. Eh? So think about <laughs> th- think about someone clicking onto your YouTube clip for the first time, and you're talking about Liverpool <laughs> versus Leeds. They'll be thinking, "How oh, is this guy approaching top 1K? He doesn't even know what game <laughs> week it is." They'll be thinking uh,
0: I'm paying someone off to do my team.
1: Anyway, let's um let's get into the running order. We've, <laughs> we've um we've wasted loads of time talking about pizza and stuff. So yeah, we're gonna have to get into. Have, it. We, got, have
0: we got any time left to talk about anything else? <laughs> yeah. Um. So defenders. Just,
1: um, so I'll see you next week.
0: Um. Yeah. I talked about in my in my warm game review that the midfield and forward now is kind of set. Other than a select couple, really, everyone's got a similar teams. So defenders. Ah, the main source of differential, really. Uh, Castagna looked, he actually looked really good, not the last game, the game before. And that's what I was going to bring him in. But then I was not a point one shot with Diaz, and I didn't really want to make another transfer for the sake of it. So that kind of put me off. But he, the last two games now, he's moved back to the right, hasn't he? Thomas has been on the left, and he's looked very exciting. The only thing that might go against him is Thomas in those two games hasn't been that great i know they've won both games but he's not really offered too much going forward but maybe rogers might see that as a good thing um in terms of whether pereira is going to come back on the right and will switch to left which make him not as um adventurous going forward but maybe rogers might want that a guy who's solid on the left and castania that's even better for castania so that'll be interesting to keep an eye on if next game it's the same setup and Pereira is still not playing then and they have a good game then Castania looks like the one for me. The only other one that you mentioned is uh Luca Digne. I know Everton have got great fixtures, and they're the, one of only four teams who do have a double without a blank left is, is it Everton Villa. I can't remember the other two. I think I think is it Fulham or maybe someone Fulham and Palace or someone like that? Um definitely Everton and Fulham. Uh I'm trying to think who the other two are. are you gonna help me out. No, you're
1: but the you're the double Everton, I, you're Everton the,
0: Villa. Everton, Villa, Palace, Southampton. Sorry. Um, thanks, thanks for stepping in and helping me out. So, yeah, they're gonna be. That'll be interesting. Everton, are kind of the ones out of those four who'd like to target because Villa have not done much the last. One. So it must be must be burgeoning on five to ten game weeks now. So, in terms of teams that have a double followed by another fixture and no blank, Everton's probably the one for me. Um, And Luka Digne is the, well, he's the most expensive and he's the most, most, uh, what's called it, most likely to get points in the back line. So yeah, they're probably the two. Um, Trying to think of any others that might step
1: out and emerge. I don't know if you've got any any thoughts. Uh, Well, my thought this week is similar to you. I'd like to get Dallas. Uh, But, I'm in a situation where the player I'd get rid of would be Alonso. But I actually think, because Chelsea played in the Champions League last night and Chilwell played that game, I actually think Alonso might play this weekend and he's got Fulham. So, if I did Alonso to, to Dallas, I could see, I can foresee a situation where Alonso finally gets the goal that he's been teasing to get and I'll have, I'll have just taken him out, which would be annoying. Um, so I might wait a week on that because Chelsea's next game after Fulham this weekend is City away. So maybe that's a better time for me to, to get rid of one of my Chelsea defenders. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, a little bit...
0: They've got a three-point cushion, aren't they? So you, Tuchel might see this game as, say, worst-case scenario draw, and they're still fourth, and then... They've got four games left then. So, yeah,
1: you you, you might be right with the Alonso shout. Um, and he was talking about tiredness after the game, like after the Real Madrid-Chelsea game last night. He did mention tiredness a couple of times in his post-match thing. He was talking about having to take Azpilicueta off because he looked knackered and no freshness in the team. And that's why the second half was a bit dull uh, against Madrid. So I think tiredness and keeping things fresh is definitely on his mind. So I don't know whether that's just me wishful thinking thinking that's going to mean Alonso plays but the thought of Alonso getting a haul which he could easily do against Fulham scares me off but then equally Dallas against Brighton I mean he just he's going to get a goal at some point as well again because he just against United he had a shot on target he's just constantly in midfield now that seems to be his new position so I don't think he'll be listed as a defender next season Uh, so it's a bit of a tricky one that so yeah but defense is definitely, as we've said, that's the place where the template is most likely to to break. Where you can make some points. Um, make yeah, some the break. only thing about Dallas is he's not a differential, is it? He? He's the most owned defender
0: in the game. So, you probably what I'd say on that him. though
1: is I think I don't think there's a lot of people around our rank like, in terms of the active players who still love him because he went on that goal. Yeah. He went because yeah, most people with wild recently took him out. Yeah. So I think it depends depends where you are, maybe. Uh, there would be a lot of people, a lot of dead teams who have Dallas, I think, boosting that. People who had him right at the start of the, se- of the season when he scored a goal, when he went on his little run back then. But yeah, in in that if you if you are if you are wanting an Uber differential, maybe maybe you'd have to look elsewhere. M- maybe then Luca Dean Uber. or someone. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it's just tricky apart from that. I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. If you've not got Shaw in, would you still get him in now? Uh,
0: probably not this weekend for Liverpool, but then after that, Villa, yeah, Leicester, Fulham, Wolves. Got a double coming up as well. Potentially, yeah. He, I think with Shaw, he's the, he's the player that I'd say, if you've got, keep. But if if you've not got, then maybe Dallas is the better option. Same price. Yeah, he's probably in that bracket.
1: Yeah, fair enough. Right, we'll um we'll move on on that short and sweet defender section. Um, oh, maybe we should have started with this section. The uh, the form of Wood and and Ianacho and just uh, the uh, the short the emergence of the budget striker. We've not had they've sort of been on and off all season. There's not been that many strikers to pick from, but. Um, there is actually three decent strikers in the game at the moment. So, um, is a it doesn't sound like Woods and you're thinking at all, but you know you're talking about differentials and stuff. Uh, would 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 be if you're thinking for would 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 for uh, for someone chasing maybe someone trying to do something different.
0: Yeah, yeah, he would. Um, if I've not got another transfer to make, he he's probably. He's probably the one that you'd bring in, save if it if it is 35, double, blank 36. He, he's probably the one that you'd, you'd bring in after that. You I know Iannaccio, he looks like he can score against anyone, but Iannaccio from 36 to 37, 36 to 38 would be blank Chelsea Tottenham. So that's probably, that could be a transfer that I'm making. 36 could be Iannaccio to Wood. Um, I mean, it depends on who you need to bring in this week. I think Kane's the obvious one to bring in at that top, top price rank. Um Dallas is probably the one you want to bring a defender in. I know I'm biased because I'm making these moves, but yeah, it it depends very much on your team and how much the worth. If if you've got a, another mid range striker that you want to get rid of, then and you've got in a in actual then yeah, by all means go for it. But if it's a choice between Kane and Wood, then probably only, probably be Kane.
1: Yeah. I'm just um Wondering if the emergence of wood of wood might um, convince some people to go 3-4-3 and switch. Cause a lot of people are in five in the field at the moment, but
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, because yeah, you could easily you know, if you if you looked at it, you might fancy Wood more than someone like Jota. So you might, you know, you might go Jota to a four point five bench player sort of thing and then just go with three strikers with Woody and Acho and Kane. Uh, yeah absolutely something, Yeah, something to consider
0: it's, like I say it's been rare this season that we've that you can be blessed with the four, 3 four, 3 we've talked about on this podcast all year that the striker options have been shit so it's good it's good to have Ian Acho and would emerge at one point I think wild card, we wild wildcard there was even a talk about one striker in Kane and just yeah. forget about so yeah it's good that it's kind of switched because it's always good to have attackers that you can kind of because that's more exciting than a clean sheet at the end of the day for me it is anyway so Wood's ownership is two point six percent. Right, yeah, because when he scored his hat trick, my my rank didn't go affect that much, which was interesting.
1: Yeah, like so, the people who did have the big rank swings this week were people. There were a few people on the FPL Twitter sort of seeing who did have who did have Wood, which is um, great foresight Master there. Um, I, something I saw recently uh, yesterday on Twitter was um, have you, you know that Magnus Carlson chap the chess yeah. champion guy. So he, I think game week 27 or 28, he was like 140K, something like that. And over the last six, seven weeks, he's risen to nine, he's risen to 9K. Freaking like, so it just shows like, you know, I give you shit about being boring, but I've probably been a bit too boring as well. Cause like, <laughs> if people like him doing the, doing the differential moves and being a bit bold, like they've made, you can make massive gains if you know what you're doing. Um, but that's why i'm not a chess champion i'm just i'm not 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 intelligent enough to make those kind of, those kind of moves but um if you're into your chess and you've not heard of magnus carlsen uh i'd look i'd look him up he's he's sort of infamous in the um fpl scene isn't he cuz he doesn't really seem to even care about fpl he doesn't talk about his team he doesn't do anything just he, all he does is play talk about his chess and stuff but on the sly he's like one of the best fpl players in the world
0: yeah uh, part, part part of his uh Persona, that isn't it? To not not talk about it, it kind of makes him more of a myth.
1: Mm, the man, the myth. Um... Just a, just a quick one on uh, Wood. I'm always a
0: bit reluctant after a, a striker scored a hat trick to to bring him in. Um, I don't know why that is, but yeah, that's that's the only thing that will put me off. Because you talk at the start of the season when pe- people have a good game, he, everyone tends to bring him in, and yeah, it's probably one just to be wary of. You know, he's not. Don't expect him to score another hat trick. Well, touch wood.
1: <laughs> the thing is, though, this season has been the season where players like Lingard, Ianacho. There's been other examples like they do have these. There's just been a lot of streaks, isn't there? Like,
0: yeah, that is true. Yeah,
1: um, it's it's kind of been a bit of a form fixtures kind of season. I think towards the end, like uh, I don't know, maybe that's an off the cuff comment. I haven't really looked into that, but. Um, I do think that yeah I just I, obviously you, you won't keep getting hat tricks but it's it's the fact that Burnley seemed to actually the thing that struck me watching that game was that even when they were 2-3 up Burnley was still going for it like they, they still they, they wanted to get like the fifth and the sixth goal usually you'd expect Burnley just to like right we're done see you next week but something something's going on at Burnley Sean Dyche is um he's a changed man he's he's got them He's got them playing barnstorming football.
0: I don't know. Did you not see him hog- going to the corner flag in the last <laughs> minutes of the game?
1: Well, th- that's yeah, yeah. I need to I need to check that clip. But apart from that, I think oh, maybe maybe they all just wanted Woods to get his hat trick, his first hat trick of the season, not his first hat trick in the Premier League. M- m- maybe they'll just go back to being boring old Burnley. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I I do it think it helps get the
0: pressures going- off for now. Them
1: isn't it? So yeah, maybe that's an, maybe Seems, they will just in terms keep going of attacking for it, force having yeah. a bit of fun. So that's the that's that's the striker chat done, I think. Unless you have anything else to say.
0: No, no, Let's keep it swift, keep it moving. Moving on to well, kind of to opposition really. This might be where a lot of people can get Dallas in. We're gonna talk about Leeds' improved defensive stats despite this run that they've had, they've had some unbelievably tough fixtures really on paper. They've played United, City, played Liverpool and Stuart Dallas has come away positive from that and now they've got some great fixtures towards the back end of the season. And as opposed to Wolves who are kind of coming out of their good fixtures and they've not really done too much. Um, I know they got, might have got one or two clean sheets, but that 4-0 was, was a real hammer from Burnley and a lot of people would have had... There was a lot of talk about Wolves defender, isn't there, in the wild card, so that might be... That Might be an easy switch for someone this week if we've got a Wolves defender to bring Dallas in. So, yeah, it's funny if you asked me, told me at the start of the season that well, game week 34, we'll be talking about Leeds is great defense and Wolves is shark defense. I would have told you what you're on about. So, it's fun, it's funny what happens in the year to football, but yeah, yeah, I'm very much Leeds on the up, Wolves on the down, defense wise.
1: So, yeah, in terms of um. Big chances conceded. I did some, got some stats on Leeds uh, this week. So, for this section, over the last six games, in terms of big chances conceded, they're actually second after Chelsea. Um, and United are in third. So, right. uh, that just shows, yeah, exactly what we've been talking about. The, the only thing that's in my mind about the Leeds defence is whether, so they've had some hard games recently. Uh, they've, they've had some tough fixtures. I wonder whether, now that the fixtures get a bit easier, whether they'll switch back, if you know what I mean. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a bit hard, Like Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you kind of have to make your own mind up on that and what you think Leeds will do, but I think it's probably more likely they'll stick with...
0: Like I suppose a good indicator of that will be they've got Brighton next, haven't they? And... If they play similar football and get a one 0 there, then, then I'll probably be looking towards the. I'd be suggesting advocating more the Dallases than the Rafines and Bamford. I actually think if I could pick two at the moment, leads for the last, the last four, it probably would be Rafinha and Dallas over Bamford. Yeah, just because we talked about yeah Ian Atcham would probably be better option. So yeah, I think, yeah,
1: I think if Rafinha's not fit soon for the end of the season, I'd probably just ignore the Leeds attack.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I, I just don't think I've not seen anything from Bramford recently to make me think that he's gonna go on a run that he had at the start of the season. And strikers are very much they're the one position where form is a big thing, isn't it? And confidence in front of goal. And everyone go every striker goes through a kind of pattern in the season. Of Calvert Loom has one at the early on who's can't can't get a goal at the moment. So yeah, probably won't be going towards Bramford. But that defence, if they do well against Brighton this weekend then I think Dallas will, will be brought in a lot this weekend, but if, if they get another clean sheet against Brighton, he'll, he'll, be, he'll be right up there with the most transferred in the game week after for that running.
1: So, um, the thing to take from this section is, unequivocally, we're both saying, bin off your Wolves defenders.
0: <laughs> yeah, and get Dallas in.
1: Get Dallas in. Uh, well, or just, even if it's not Dallas, just if you've not got Shaw, or you've not got one of the other Chelsea... If, yeah, just get someone in for a wolf defender, basically. get Get rid of get rid of them boys. Um,
0: Mindy's getting another call off another podcast. Are you getting, getting scouted?
1: Um, my, my notifications are going crazy. I was just checking it wasn't anything important. <laughs> Obviously, my FPL team and this podcast is the most important thing <laughs> in the world to me. Um, what's um, What's next for us in the running order? Uh, Liverpool United. So the big, yeah, the
0: big game this weekend, Liverpool v United. Obviously, it comes in between United's two Europa League fixtures, but I don't think, I mean, I could be very wrong. I don't think that'll impact United's team selection in any way. So I wouldn't be worried about rotation. Um, the person I'd be worried about owning this week and not playing is Yota, just because I talked about in my pre in my game review really when when Liverpool have a bad game well one one against Newcastle and he was brought off in that and obviously they've had no midweek game he might be almost almost be seen as like the sacrificial lamb and or Klopp in big games it'll take a lot for him to leave out Salah Firmino or Mane and it, I'd be very surprised if he goes with all four for a game like that so he'd probably be the one that I'd be worried about owning would I be getting rid of him probably not I'd probably bench him um Benjamin, and then see what happens the game after and if he's not playing the game after then probably would start to bring him out uh the other question mark is obviously bruno's points contributions not been that great recently i saw a stat and i listened to it in fact too much because last game pogba didn't start did he but the games with pogba playing in terms of fpl this season fernandez's like points go straight down like Obviously, as if was kind of taking some of the creative burden there. I know he didn't play at the weekend, but it's something to keep an eye on. I'm always a bit sceptical about getting rid of the highest point scorer in the game. I, I checked before the podcast, he still is the top scorer across FPL. Um, so I'll probably, I'll probably give him this game and then the double. And if Bruno still isn't up to much and United get through to the Europa League final and the attention kind of diverts elsewhere, then maybe I'll probably... Look at taking him out. But this week I've got Yota and Shaw on my bench. That might change. So that'll leave me with Trent, Salah, and Bruno. I think three is the max you want from that game playing. I think any more than that, you you're asking for trouble really. You're like your margin for points could be unless you get a free free, it's gonna be quite low. So yeah, I I'd probably say three is probably the maximum. I'm starting 11 for that game.
1: Um Maximum of three, eh? Hang on, let me just check what, what what how many would I have in my team this week?
0: I just think any more. if you get a nil-nil or a one-nil and it's not any of your players that scoring you your you kind of potential for points has really been damaged, hasn't it?
1: So yeah, I, I think I'm a I'm like top four in this game, which starting, yeah. Yeah, which breaks your rule. But um
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna shoot anyone for it. But I, I, I just think I think once you start getting above three. You got a lot riding on a game yeah, that could yeah. be very tight.
1: Because yeah, there's it's been well documented how many nil nils United have had, especially in the big games. So I suppose if
0: you, if you got two defenders, that might not be too bad then.
1: Well, so you know, you were saying you weren't worried about rotation. I actually think, I actually think Shaw over the next two or three is a candidate for rotation because around some of the Europa games, well, in in some of the Europa games recently, it's been. Tellers that's played and it's been Shaw saved for the league but now that second place is kind of not in the bag but looking sewn up and the Europa League's the chance of silverware I wonder whether Tellers might get a couple of games in the Premier League soon and Shaw will play all the play because Shaw's like he's talked about needing to protect Shaw a little bit earlier in the season I don't know whether that's improved or not but I can't see Shaw playing all the Europa and all the Premier League games I, no, uh,
0: he, he might not, but for this game, the biggest rivals, yeah, Shaw's no, the yeah, best...
1: This, this one, yeah, this one.
0: shows the best creative output for United at the moment. And if City beat Palace and United lose to Liverpool, City win the league. And that's that makes me think that Ollie's, if City beat Palace, Oli will play his best team, no matter what. Just because if City beat Palace, United play a, a weakened team against mm-hmm. Liverpool and they get beat City win the league. Liverpool have beaten. That's a lot of pressure back on Olle for the Europa League, and I don't think he'd want that. I think I think he will probably get his rest next weekend. I mean, I could be wrong. You could be right, but I'd just be very surprised if there's a United rotation this week.
1: Mm. So, um, w- w- would you kind of say it's more? It's if you decide you need to bench from United and Liverpool players, probably more wise to bench some of the attacking ones. Like the Jotters, the Greenwoods, etc.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't if you've got Salah and Fernandez, then I wouldn't advocate bench. Obviously, they can on their day, they're the two best players in the pitch, and there's a lot of money invested in them too. So they're probably the one I'd probably like you say Jotter or Greenwood, or if you've got a defender, it makes it easier. I still like having Trent, obviously, because you invested in if you invested in the highest price defender in the game and you're not playing him, then it's always a bit risky. So I think if I've got five, it'd probably be Trent and Salah and Bruno. I can't see any other combination potentially. I don't, I don't know. This is just going off my team.
1: Yeah, so so it, I I've currently got Greenwood, Yota, Salah, and Fernandes in my midfield. Uh, so it, it depends. So I'd,
0: I'd probably say Salah, Fernandes. Can you get
1: away with benching the other two, or how your bench look? Well. That brings me on to my potential transfer, which was bringing in Son or Bale. Yeah. Uh, so I could bring one of them in for for, for It's just the thing that puts me off that is that Liverpool's fixtures after the United game are Southampton, West Brom, Burnley, Crystal Palace. So I just wonder whether it's a bit short-term thinking that, like, in the short in the short term, it's better to have Son or Bale this week over Yota. But over the next four or five, will I regret that? Um, if you see what I mean, so I need to have a think about the, that. The thing that might help
0: you is if the if the double gets announced in thirty-five and Liverpool don't have well, Liverpool aren't going to have a double, but if there's doubles in
1: thirty-five, then that make that might make your decision a bit easier. Mm. Yeah, so I'm I'm um, a little bit unsure on that. I think the most likely move is is um Yota to one of the Spurs boys. I just think there's a part of me that thinks that like Kane, captain against Sheffield might just be enough and just, and the, th- the other thing with Son is, is that he's looked a bit jaded recently. And, you know, it was well documented that he was sort of on the pitch crying after, after the game. Like, uh, I-, I just wonder whether, how much has he got left to give? He's been play- he's played a lot this season compared to how much he usually plays. Um, so, yeah, I'm not as sure on, on bringing Son straight back um, as I was. That was my plan at the start of the week. I'm sort of veering away from it. I might look to do something different, but but we'll see. As um as ever, we'll tweet it out, uh, tweet out what I'm doing for the deadline on Friday, or I'll try to anyway, If uh, de- depending on whether I'm on the beers or not uh, after work on Friday. Yeah. Um,
0: but- we might as well talk about that now because that is on the running order with where we're going to get Saint Son and Kane back. I know I'm going to get Kane back and it looks like you're going to
1: get Son, Bale. Um for me if, you, if you're chasing would you go Bale over Son?
0: Is he going to play though? That's I know he, play, he played his first league game, didn't he? It's almost as if he didn't want to go to attacking against City and yeah. play Bale there, but may, yeah, maybe. Maybe you'll get the running and play all the games
1: i think I think for me like if you are looking to do something if you're deciding between son and Bale and you're the person you're chasing has son, it's obvious that you just go for Bale.
0: yeah 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 if if it if there's a decision that will affect like yeah your mini league or something then I, then I would do it
1: uh yeah, um, so that could be something I consider. I, that's a, it's just I'm not full, I'm not fully sold on it but I, I don't really know what else I'd do this week if I didn't do that so uh, I guess I could be borrowed and save a transfer for the for the double move the doubles and whatnot but then but then I'm stuck with the all the Liverpool and United players for this week so yeah, yeah it's
0: a tricky one that because if you've not got any chips left like us you don't want to just bring players in that have got a double because in 36 you're kind of screwing yourself I think a good amount is to have six or seven that double and keep you two two transfers in the bank and then you can kind of get three out there for a minus for a minus four and put a few on the bench that that's probably the way I play it I wouldn't be I'm not going to be desperate to get a load of double plays and you've got to have a bit of foresight for those who have free hit and wild card then fair play to you. you've got you've got potential for a lot of lot of room to make but yeah i don't I wouldn't let the doubles influence me too much if you get what I mean
1: yeah yeah that's true it is a little bit of a fake double game week in a way kind of because most of the teams just have a blank the next week straight after yeah um, but if
0: if you play it right and uh, you can kind of go, get those players who double the 35 you can kind of get them on the bench and then you can kind of you, there are ways you can play it to get more games out of you out of your book that's not necessarily going to mean more points but if you can you can play if you play it right you can get more games out there
1: See so, yeah, um with that in mind like for people who've got who are pretty happy with their teams this week um they've got a decent captain and they're happy with oh, everything pretty much happy with it they're just sort of thinking about maybe doing a move would you recommend starting to think about saving transfers now so you've got two threes for for that time
0: yeah yeah definitely i, I think depending on a lot of people have players who are going to double in 35 because it is I've got the fixtures up here that potentially these are ones that are touted. It's not confirmed yet, but it's Villa, Palace, Everton, not many have. Southampton, not many have. But then it's Arsenal, Chelsea, Leicester, United, which that's going to be quite a big stranglehold in some teams. Like I think mine's seven or eight that, that I think I'm going to have. So if you can kind of get to it where you're banking a transfer in 35 and you've got two for 36... I think if you can aim to have thirty-two and thirty-six, that's that's what you got to have an eye on, really, and kind of now thirty-four and thirty-five, make one transfer if you need to, yeah. But thirty-six will be will be the one where I'm making sure I have two transfers.
1: Interesting, interesting. Yeah, I've I've, I've got a lot to think about over the next uh, forty-eight hours. I'm I'm kind of in the position you were in last week, where I just don't really yeah. know.
0: Yeah, but last week was the first week. All year, well, it's, it's off memory where I literally did not have a clue what to do until 10 minutes before deadline. And we spent the whole week thinking about it. So, oh no, I do because my son do So, it and it didn't pay off. It could have another day, but yeah, I think, yeah, this week I'm clear. It, it'd be interesting to see what transfers you do make.
1: Well, it might still pay off. Or he might get his hat trick this weekend against Southampton? Well, yeah, I'm going to take him out. So, I mean, you, you know what happened. You know what's happened in the past when Leicester plays Southampton? 9-0? Yeah. Um, Hopefully history doesn't beat itself. Or it doesn't, Ian Atchow gets all nine. <laughs> uh, he did set up a couple of chances for Vardy from what I read in that game. I think Vardy uh, could have had a couple of... Uh, so a bit unlucky there with that move, maybe. Uh, but I think that's, that's it for this week. Unless you there's anything else you want to mention?
0: No, there's just one point we skipped over. It. Matias Pereira, yes or no?
1: Um, it's just there's just never been a really good time to get him in. Um, and the fact that he plays for West Brom has obviously made him unappealing. appealing. But oh, sneeze there. Um, he's got he's got a Wolves game coming up, so you know potential hat trick for him against Wolves if the way they've been playing. Uh, again, it's kind of if you're looking for something different because you're chasing someone down in your mini league. Maybe he's someone to go for. He's in form, he's on pens. Maybe he's uh, in that mode where he's playing for a move. There'll be there'll probably be some clubs, if West Brom go down, there'll be clubs circling for him. So he's probably in the back of his head, he's thinking, get a few goals for the end of the season, add a few zeros onto my next contract with whichever club signs me. Um, th- 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 those sort of things do, it sounds stupid, doesn't it? But, that, that is know, what players yeah. think about this point in the season. Um, yeah,
0: Wolf Sahar turns it on every year, 34 to 38.
1: Um, yeah, another differential start there because the Crystal Palace is one of the teams that have a, would have a double and wouldn't blank, aren't they? So Yeah. You, you, yeah, heard, it, you, heard, it, you heard it here first. Callum's top tips are high in for the end of the season.
0: <laughs> Mate, me tipping a differential. I only bring in players over 20% on uh, yeah, It's you, interesting... Just a quick, Pereira, Ward-Prowse and Harrison, a joint 10th of FPL midfielders this season, ahead of Grealish, De Bruyne, Madison. And and no one's even thought, I know Pereira's the last few weeks, but it's just funny, players of the year kind of creep under the radar. Even Jack Harrison has got more points than Rafinha and no one's had him all year. It's just just quite interesting.
1: Well, yeah, I think the problem with that is, is that um, Rafinha sort of came to the fore halfway through the season, didn't he? He sort of bedded in. And then, whereas... Harrison's sort of kind of just dribbled points all the way through. Um, it's just yeah. funny
0: though, him there, 5.4, you, you'd be laughing if you had him all season for what he's delivered. But yeah, it's it's just interesting. Some players that kind of... There's definitely a bandwagon that gets behind some players and it's just funny how some other players do a lot better than them.
1: Yeah, they're sort of the unsexy ones, aren't they? The unsexy <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll let you tell Jack Harrison is unsexy. <laughs>
1: Well, I, I thought, if anything, actually, with your missionary tactics, the, uh, <laughs> the the unsexy ones would be straight in your team, surely.
0: On that note, if you've not had enough pizza and sex for this, this podcast, <laughs> please join us next sex. week.
1: Yeah. Um, what, what, what will be the combination next week?
0: Uh, hopefully points and goals.
1: C- 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 Calm will have just, just just discovered something else that was all the rage for a few years like espresso martinis he'll, he'll come on and be like "If you, you had that cocktail espresso martinis have you, have you tried that it's like coffee and alcohol um, what, what's that are you cutting out yeah.
0: uh, I'll see everyone <laughs> uh,
1: yeah um, good luck for the week everyone and um, yeah follow us if you've not already subscribe like all our videos like all our tweets Um Anything else we need to get them to do?
0: No. No. Tune no. in next uh, week. Yeah, keep keep tuning in for next next year. We're gonna we're gonna have our first well our first meeting for a while. We caught a yeah. few forfeits. So, so
1: actually, yeah. Any any ideas for um what you want us to um improve for coverage next season? Um, start to hit us up. That's what we're starting to think about. Um, yeah, we, we need to uh, let Callum go. He's, he needs to get his peach in the oven and get get set. It's a city biz. Hello. <laughs> So yeah, uh, see you all next week. See you then.